0: You can see a little photo of the acoustician with his wife. Uh, and his wife looks very much like Seraphine. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, this is this is Seraphine's dad. All right. Yeah, it's the just... uh,
1: the protagonist's hair kind of gives it away.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really is protagonist hair, isn't it? <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
1: Welcome to Casuals of Room Terror episode
0: 118.
1: I'm your host Ryan here with the other host Hedge.
0: What is up everybody? Excited to get into this one. It's a little different. <laughs> well, change of pace as far yeah. as our recordings have gone.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely a change of pace. Um, if you guys are coming from the various episodes uh, and you stuck around for all of it, uh com- c- thank you. you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so it's much. A lot. We hope you liked Varys as much as we do. If you skipped all that, it's fine. If you're if you're a Star Guardian at heart, this is gonna be the episode for you. Uh we're talking about seraphine. Or is it seraphine? We're gonna seraphine.
0: Yeah, yeah. I like seraphine. There's I an E at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's appropriate. Uh, uh Seraphine sounds right. But we can't talk about her yet. Because what's at top? No. Housekeeping. You can listen Less to right? us
1: everywhere. Emails at podcastcore at gmail.com. That's C-O-R. Uh, visit us at podcastcore.com for all of our info follow us on all the platforms and leave a like and a comment cuz that helps the engagement helps with discoverability the easiest way how we got how we've gotten this far is word of mouth so tell a friend to turn up the volume when listening to the casuals of runterra podcast
0: pump 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 up the jam <laughs> pump, pump it up <laughs> <laughs>
1: Once again, dating ourselves. Hatch, start us off with the spell. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, the spell, if you can hear it over the creaking of my joints, yeah. uh, it's going to be crowd pleaser. All right. So this is a two mana burst speed spell uh, from PNZ, and it has given ally plus two plus zero and quick attack this round. But it also has flow, create a new two cost spell in hand. Um, As far as for Seraphine, especially once we get into the card of Seraphine, this is a very useful little card that you can splash in if necessary uh, for your build because of the flow on it. It's going to help you as far as with your, uh, your champion level up progression. Um, but it's also like, it's not a bad combat trick. Like the plus two plus zero is a decent combat power trick right there. But the quick attack is really nice. Cause you can usually like, especially if you're flowing in, you're increasing your game plan while also getting rid of a, of a blocker on your opponent's side, which is nice. But, of course, you know we got to go in for the flavor. I like this one because it is just a very simple and direct quote from Seraphine that's going to set the tone for this episode. Mm. And that quote is, "I can't hear you, Zon." <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I I don't have I don't have K-pop singing voice. All right, yeah. like, we're going to leave that Wait, one to G Idol. <laughs> you lied to me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's a cool concept. And we'll talk about, you know, be, even Zahn being referenced here and how this plays into the overall story. Uh, but this takes us to our follower.
0: Yes. And as far as our follower, like, it's going to play a bit into, like, the Zahn bit there. Because we're going to be talking about the Acoustician. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know. I'm probably, I, I, I'm probably butchering it, but I feel okay with it. Acoustician. All right. So this is a three-mana follower from... and z and it is a two three that has strike create a random new two cost spell in hand and once again this is really good as far as for the seraphine gameplay style because you need to be creating these cheap spells to get to that level up point if that is the plan for your deck and this one also serves the purpose of being a, you know, having like a blocker because it's uh, two, three. So not too easily burned out by spells. So you're more likely than not going to be losing it in combat. But with the since you're going to be getting the strikes, you're getting the spell as well as preventing damage to the face. This is all good. But the flavor text on this card is Is going to point out that the Acoustician is a very important character to our story today because the flavor on this card is once he had dreamed of leaving Zahn and traveling the world with a song in his heart. Now the world was asleep in her room, waiting for the songs tomorrow might bring. (gasps) Oh, oh, who's the world? Who's the world?
1: Yeah, yeah, we're we're I think it's pretty clear that this is Seraphine's dad. It's Seraphine's um, dad. Yeah, yeah it's Seraphine's
0: dad. <laughs> um, it, it's Seraphine's dad. Uh like if if you do, if you doubt us, um uh, just go ahead do yourselves a favor and look at the card art for this card. Um like whoever like whoever did the art for this one clearly had a lot of fun as far as imagining what you know this guy's workspace looked like because yeah. there's a lot going on here but you can see a little photo of the acoustician with his wife uh and his wife looks very much like seraphine yeah so yeah yeah this is this is seraphine's dad All right. yeah Just, the uh
1: the protagonist hair kind of gives it away
0: yeah <laughs> Is protagonist there, isn't it? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so this takes us
1: into our champion, which is the lady herself, Seraphine. And as you, you know, this kind of leads perfectly into her story because Seraphine's parents were both Zonites and they worked their way up to give her a better life for a chance in the City of Progress. And the City of Progress is actually where Seraphine is later born. In Piltover, that is, so she grows up loving music, singing. Since her parents owned a hexacoustic shop, and that's a reference again to her dad's card.
0: And it's very important to point out that Seraphine is born in Piltover. Uh, this is something that we covered a lot in some of our other P and Z uh, character episodes, but more specifically with our Jean characters so if you listen to our episodes like echo and Zeri, um but they Zawn doesn't have it nice uh especially if you've watched or listened to our arcane episodes you know that zahn is just not a happy go lucky place um but the fact that seraphine's parents were able to get into piltover before seraphine was born means that she can live a life without being compared to the zonites even or like she's going to be like different than her parents it's that whole idea of like citizenship and where you're born exactly Um, so this is a very important detail for her story as far as far as like when we expound upon it later right um as far as like for her bio it's not too important but this is like getting two pills over was the biggest goal for the parents so that all the struggles they grew up with their child wouldn't have to deal with at all in their minds so yeah
1: and we get a a reference here a deep reference to some X-Men if you guys are familiar with that Uh, Because as Seraphine grows older, she begins to sense feelings of all those people around her. And it's not quite telepathy, uh, but this is something that becomes overwhelming due to the constant bustling of one of the busiest places in Runeterra, the City of Progress Piltover. So her parents notice this, and they have this expensive, they save a bunch of money, and they have this expensive special headphone crafted for her out of a rare Hextech crystal. Uh, you know, Beats by Jace, if you want, if you want to. And this, oh, what it wow. does is it dampens.
0: <laughs> I was trying to sneak a swig of water. when <laughs> you said Beats from Jace.
1: but this is used to dampen her magical hearing and it also allows her some normality again. So she can get used to her own thoughts first. And the reason I brought up X-Men is because it's a very common plot with Jean Grey and how her going to the X-Mansion to find a solution uh, is done. Professor X kind of takes the same route with getting her used to her powers because she is so powerful uh, when it comes to
0: telepathy and telekinesis. And, and, uh, like, specifically with the, you know, the X-Men story, like, Professor X was able to really empathize with Jean Grey because, you know, that's basically all his power, right? Yeah. Uh, But for Seraphine, she doesn't have that. Like, this is something that was kind of new to everyone, but thanks to, uh, like, her parents, uh, as far as already getting to Piltover. So they have more access to resources around them as well as already being in touch with the technology needed to deal with this because her father was an acoustician. And then we also know that like they work, the hex tech that they work with is specific to sound. So this was the perfect storm as far as for Seraphine to have the safety net to grow into her powers. Uh, so, you know, spoiler for the story, this is not going to end in Jean Grey style. <laughs> the, this is not going to be a Jean Grey ending. So, you know, like, it's not a bad spoiler, but just spoilers. Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely a more lighthearted
1: approach to this concept. But after a while, as she's wearing this hair, these headphones, she's now getting used to the quiet again. But in this quiet, she starts to hear this older voice, this singular voice, or a amalgamation of all the voices more focused. But it's kind. It's kind. It's kind of giving her more like a conscience type approach of reinforcement and um, solitude, but also guiding her to manage the voices around her and to seek out or or um, take hold of this power she has, and this gives her a confidence to test her music out, not just where she's comfortable in her own space, but in places that she's not comfortable in or aware of, which this leads her to say, okay, I'm gonna stop. I'm not gonna just only perform a Piltover. I'm gonna use my headphones less and I'm also going to go to Zahn. Um, and this is a big step for her.
0: Yes, this, and not just a big step for her, but this is also a big step for her parents as well, right? Because yeah. so much of their struggle was to get themselves out of Zahn so that their daughter wouldn't have to grow up in that life. Yeah. But uh, one of the things that's pointed out in the story is that before, well, a combination of before as well as after uh, Seraphine really grew into her power, she was a very outgoing person she's always going out as far as to like the people in the streets and all yeah. these people around her so the the since she is such an outgoing person like the more that she's going in touch with her powers here and opening herself up more to the songs around her it, there, it's like okay. At some point, she's gonna outgrow this city, and she's gonna go back to go back to Zon. And uh, I, I do like that she's going back as far as with the mission, as far as to you know, he, like hear different songs, but also to try to use her power for good. That's nice. I am a little trepidatious still that it's coming from an ancient voice and a Hextech crystal yeah Uh, everything in lore has taught us not that's not okay this is this sounds like it's living to me (laughs) it sounds sounds like a trap to me all right I and and we don't even have to look outside of League of Legends as far as for like if a voice is coming from something it's not good we just did a lot of recording for Forest, which is you know for before this was a talking bow <laughs> and all the other dark are like talking weapons hmm. I, hmm, I i'm a little trepidatious but we're going to Zawn on good terms all right so you know i yeah maybe it, it, maybe we'll bring it up later <laughs> it's a tinge of darkness
1: and like we said a very lighthearted story so as she heads down to zahn because she has this power to hear feelings of those around her, she immediately notices the difference, right? She grew up in Piltover. She knows what those voices sound like, those feelings sound like. And down here, they're a lot much rougher. They're less sand down. And she can immediately immediately tell the struggles of the Zonite people. And through that, she understands, which is great, that getting along, quote unquote, won't be so simple down here. That, mission she's on to take these voices, the feelings of her fans that are much different than those that she feels topside, and try to convey a, Hey, it's not that bad. That's not how this is going to work, but she didn't give up. She wanted to find a way to connect both of these areas through her music. And that being said is, you know, Hetch made a great point that she is very outgoing, but that doesn't mean she's not nervous and everything she does. And you'll notice this with a lot of, if you ever talk to performers or artists, no matter how big they get, they'll tell you that it's not that they don't get nervous anymore. It's just that they keep moving forward through that nervousness to perform, uh, but they still get that feeling.
0: Yeah. Like they, they just learn how to operate with the nerves. Yeah. Like you you never truly get over that stuff, but uh, for, for this, like, especially the different sounds of the songs that we hear, uh, or that Seraphine hears from, you know, the, like, for lack of a better term, like, the spirits of the Zonites, yeah. um, Like... Th- the rougher the roughness of it, part of it that is mentioned in the bio is that they a lot of them are worried about like the struggle, the day-to-day struggles that they suffer because of the Kim Barons. Yeah. Um, which we have covered a lot with our arcane episodes. Um, and if you want something a little less involved to, to try to like figure out what it's like growing up in a Kim baron controlled world, uh, go listen to our Zeri episode. Um that really covers a lot there, but of course, like, this is, it's really weird because Seraphine gets to empathize immediately with the Zaunites because of her power, and that's something that no one else has access to, like, no one else is going to be able to go from Piltover into Zaun and be like, oh, I get it only seraphine's going to do that so it puts her in a wonderful position for when she goes back to her parents to be like I want to help these people and I have an idea
1: yeah she she's she's trying to create a bridge through the only power she has which is her music and her magical ability so she has her parents actually take this dampener they created modify it and turn it into this platform structure that you're familiar with from the game. And it turns it instead into an amplifier because she feels this will be the one way she can turn her music into the feeling that she's getting and push that back to them and hopefully that resonates. She's hoping that this strong feel, feeling of unity through her music will then reflect in the world around her. And then the second part of this plan is she wants to take this platform midway between Zaun and Piltover. We know this as Entresol from all of our other episodes if you want to know more about that and this is where she performs and this allows fans from both to experience her music at the same time and this is the way that she's come up to promote her unity and allow her feelings to mingle between both and give everyone an equality uh or equal access to her music uh to spread her message so it's one thing that you know It's it's cool that her being young, understanding where her parents came from, immediately understanding the grind that happens in Zon, and then finding a way within her power to uh, to give back or to participate in a quote-unquote revolution, because we have people doing their own, like Zeris participation in it. We know what Echo and Vi and all of them are doing in their participation of how they want to protest or move towards a more equal city. Uh, But her finding out her strength in this so quickly at such a young age and being able to do that is really impressive and well-written for a story. It doesn't make her, it doesn't turn her into some, oh, I'm going to save everyone with my magic powers, right? I am the right. key to unity of these two cities because it's so much older and so much bigger than that.
0: Yeah, and because of, like for perspective, we have to remember that like the the points of the story where we're reading a lot of these bios uh, would be, you know, quote unquote, present day Runeterra. And a lot of the events from media like Arcane happens Years before the current date of Runeterra, and which is probably a good thing because could you imagine trying to watch Arcane with how heavy that story gets? Yeah, and then Seraphine just flies in like, <laughs> 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 and, <laughs> and it's like, no, no, you can't do that. All right, so, um, but for that reference though, Arcane really heavy story that is the. That is the backdrop that Seraphine's coming into. Yeah. So, a generations of people that grew up with that backdrop. And that's what she's trying to find a way to protest in her own way there yeah. and it is a this is the kind of character you need for this kind of story because like we mentioned the other characters and almost all of them are doing a vi approach of punch first ask questions later yeah. so yeah yeah like it's, it's it's this is a light-hearted thing that you need and it is surprisingly well written for how quick it is
1: And if you've gotten this far and you haven't noticed yet, based on the timing of when Seraphine came out, the style of character, her promotion was backed by, it's Taylor Swift. Seraphine's Taylor Swift guys, okay? <laughs> Look, hey,
0: now hang on a second. Hang on a second. I am going to protest in KDA, all right? All right. Like I'm going to protest in K pop here. All right. So because obviously Korean pop music has had more of an influence on League of Legends than anything else. Yeah. Uh so this is IU. Do oh, not yeah. <laughs> do not besmirch the name of our Korean goddess. <laughs> Yes, the more well known I (laughs) damn straight. I don't even know who this I don't even know who this Baylor twist is that you spoke of.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So that's where our story ends, and this takes us to our card, which is one, very simple, but two, encompasses her perfectly. So on her first side, she's a two cost one four that says when I'm summoned, create a random new two cost spell in hand. And then for her level up, you've played nine plus new spells this game. So she doesn't have quick attack, cool. But she's an early drop and she's meant to kind of guide the style of deck you're playing. And Hetch has already talked about the concept of flow and new cards, which fits very well because as we talked about, her jumping between Piltover to Zaun, she's trying to always find new ways, new sounds, and incorporate new things into her music to bring everyone together.
0: So that that fits very well. Yeah. I, I also like it because it is just, you know, you are giving yourself up to RNG, yeah. if you're building like a Seraphine-esque desk. Uh, and it, it just fits perfectly, right? Because she, it, Piltover is a giant city, and Zon is also a giant city. Yeah and there, there's barely anything dividing the two. There's so many different people there, and if she can hear all that music, sometimes you just gotta go with the flow. Yeah. And, uh, so like, that matches this perfectly. Um, I, we also may go to jail, but, you know, two mana, one four, dumpy seal of approval. Uh, yeah, um, that's true. <laughs> she, she gets, she gets a dumpy seal. We're just not gonna advertise it too much, because I, I, I I'm not ready to go to jail. <laughs>
1: So when she flips, she becomes a two, two five. So gets that standard plus one, plus one, she still has the two cost spell uh, buff in hand. But now she gets when you play a new spell that cost two or less, copy it with the same targets. So you get a karma effect here um, Mm -hmm. at a lower cost, essentially, if you're playing a Seraphine deck
0: it's also a balanced karma effect because it's only new spells that this happens Mm -hmm. with. Like Seraphine doesn't care about what pop music was popular last week. All right. Like Seraphine is only here for the noob jams, baby. Uh, So it, yeah, it it is, it is balanced in that sense, right? Like this isn't going to be that uh, a karma esque card where it's like, if the opponent gets another turn with it, it's game over. But yeah, At the same time, you still wanna deal with this threat because it it can get out of hand depending on what new two-cost spells they've got in hand. Exactly. Um, So this takes us to
1: the flavor, that's why we're here. Yeah. So the flavor side for the first one, um, it says, Seraphine and her dad never talked about her secret trips to the Undercity or the subtle upgrades she kept making to her stage. She was sure he forbid her from participating in Zahn's grungiest musical duels. That sounds so corny. But one (laughs) night he tucked the flyer under her door and she could only, or all she could do was smile and get to work. He knows. They obviously probably have family in Zahn. Like it's not, she probably has cousins she doesn't know about, or, you know, he probably has old friends that work in the shops that, you know, are built around Entresol, so
0: it's like, yeah, he's gonna figure out what's going on. You're a big I, pop star, like, like since you and I live in America, we get mm. this, we get we get this probably firsthand as far as like the idea of like Piltover and Zahn, mm-hmm. Uh where like if you work in a building with other workers, like if there are, there are a lot of foreign people that come to work here in America to send money back home, yeah. He's probably sending money to someone in family, like yeah. some family at home. And then she's hopping the border like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go party like in like just in, like Laredo, Texas. Yeah. And I'm not going into Mexico at all, dad. Um, and then, you know, he's getting a call from cousins going, hey, you know, your kids down here. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, yeah, we it, get
1: that. We, yeah, we get those that. things, right? But he's cool yeah. about it. He's he's Her parents, that's one thing that's also great about this story. It being light hearted is, well, first of all, she has parents. So it's not a street urchin story. <laughs> it's not a street urchin story. <laughs> but also they're supportive of what she's doing. And you can tell their whole goal is to ensure that
0: she has the best life she can have, especially with her ability. Yeah. Uh, but that takes us to the flavor on the second side of the card, which is she never heard anything like it. Maybe nobody had together on that stage, they made something new. Uh, And like, you're, you're really like to really kind of breathe in what that, like that could mean or like what that is. Just open up the full card art for this. Um, I don't, i don't recognize any characters in it myself yeah. but they're uh, like i'm sure somebody who's more keen-eyed than me could probably pick it out but these are the people uh, as far as uh, it's like yeah we've never heard music like this before but we're doing something together and the and that is what seraphine wants she just wants everybody to kind of get together and just try to make the best out of life and that's a great lesson To put into a story, you know, like there's more that there's more that puts all of us as human beings together than separates us. And a lot of times we have to kind of block out the extra noise to be like, you know what, you're human just like me. Let's just, you know, do our best to get through the day together.
1: Yeah, it's it deals with we know Seraphine is more pop music, but it definitely is a punk rock message. Um, and that's something that's more emphasized as she goes down the on.
0: Yeah. And with that, uh, if you open up that full card art, she's definitely with some punk rockers there. They're yeah. like, you know what? You know what? I don't like your jams, but the message is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And with that,
1: that essentially brings us to the end of her bio and the card. Uh, so that's a pretty, pretty breezy episode. So as always, thanks for listening. And we'll be back soon with the next episode.
0: Yeah. Take care, everybody.